Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end, it's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end, it's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to Quad Star Mornings. It's Levi here alongside Tommy. Of course, we are talking about Terminator 2 and Guns N' Roses today. But I hope you're all having a wondrous day and you're ready to listen to our wondrous show today. That sounds I... like I'm being facetious, but I'm not. I'm just, try- <laughs> just trying to bust it out here. I honestly didn't know if we were going to have a show today. What's that? I don't know. I just had that, when I woke up this morning, I had that weird, Levi may, may be in a mood vibe. I'm, that's weird, dude, because I'm 150% in a mood and I don't want to do this. But, I'm going to power through. <laughs> Literally, I don't, that's so weird, dude, because I, I, I just was like, Ugh, I woke up like not feeling it. And I was just like, I don't give a fuck. Well, I just, the reason I said that is because usually Sunday we at least text back and forth once. Mm-hmm. Just to kind of vibe it. Yeah, yeah. And I, That's true. Like, not that I don't want to do it, but it was just like, eh. Like, I didn't have to really prepare for this one. No, no, I didn't. I didn't either. So it's like, it kind of, I don't know. It kind of takes the excitement out when you don't have to prepare for it. But it's, I mean, you know, we'll still make it happen. It's obviously Terminator 2. I don't, I don't want us to be in a, like a eh, whatever mood when we do Terminator Two though, because it's like you want to make that one exciting, but we'll make we'll make it happen. We'll make it happen. So how how was there? You go. That makes it a little better. <laughs> <laughs> so how was your work weekend? Um, I guess it was. I guess it was all right. We had a pretty good week last week. I went to my. Uh, uh, what was it last Wednesday? I had my serve safe manager class. I'll figure out if I pass that this week. 
So I had Wednesday off. Technically, I was in a classroom all day. Actually, at a restaurant, at another restaurant in a classroom, and I smelled like a wood fire oven. Mm. But <laughs> I got home and I was like, "What the fuck is that smell?" <laughs> and then I was like, "God, I got a headache." And then I was like, "I smell like wood." Like it all just clicked finally. But uh, no, I did that class on Wednesday, and then, uh, you know, just a just the usual busy last week. Yeah, a little busy last week, and Saturday especially being nice out and whatnot. And then uh, yesterday, what did I do yesterday? Uh, I ran around in the morning, like you know, when you run around for a while and you're like, okay, I'm ready to go home. Yeah. That's what it, that's what happened yesterday. It, it's usually <laughs> mine's usually Monday mornings after after we get done with this. I, I do yeah. my running around, pay any bills I got to pay, and then I'm just do the grocery shopping yeah, or whatever. Yeah, but like one or two, I'm like, fuck, man, like I'm ready to go home because I know Your day the, flies by. Yeah, and I know the kids are about to get home from school, and I'm just like, Ugh. which they don't have school today. They canceled school today due to uh, too many kids being out being sick. And actually, no yeah, Tommy has actually he has the flu, which he's on the tail end of it. Luckily, so there's that. But that school needs to be like decontaminated. Well, what I said, and this is what I said yesterday when we were talking about it, me and Amanda, I was like, you know, they just need to like cancel school this whole week and let kids get better, and just say yeah. fuck spring break. <clears throat> is really what? Yeah, they need that to would do. that would probably be ideal you know like so what is it i seen that it's something but like flu b yeah what is that there's well What's there's the two different types of the flu this year because it's so fucking bad God. so like flu b is kind of like it's it's bad because it's the flu obviously but yeah it's not like the primo edition it's not like the worst case okay well that's good yeah at least, so he's he's been sick for you know whatever it was the last couple well, weeks fucking three weeks dude like three yeah. three weeks ago, he had stomach bug. Then the week after that, he had uh, strep throat, and then now he's got the flu. It's like if your kid Jesus. is fucking ill, don't send them to school because it gets everybody else sick. Like, and he his immune system's so low now because <clears throat> every time he gets better, feel, feeling better, and we send him back to school, then he catches something else because his immune system's low. Yeah, because he's all weak from being sick. Right. And shit. Yeah, you, you're supposed to be at least. I'm pretty sure it's like. I would just say 48 hours after a fever goes away. Yeah. Like, keep the kid away. You yep. know, like, what? Your kid's not going to fail school because he was out of school for two days. Right. Well, then, yeah, as a parent, you get that letter in the mail when your kids miss X amount of days and you're like, oh. But it's like, I want to know this. Like, how, how the fuck are you supposed to prevent that? How many parents the, have actually had to go to court over their kid missing school? I doubt that happens. Very rarely. And especially yeah. if it's like for a good reason. And then, of course, there's the doctor's excuse and all that stuff and then we have like i think it's like four days that just the parent can call and it's kind of like semi-excused like that's stupid like there's like rules against the parent yeah but it's like if i don't feel like my kid's well enough to go to school i'm not going to send my kid to school yeah and they can they can get over it like that's that's dumb i didn't i didn't i didn't realize that there was only so many days i mean i guess I guess I remember, but yeah. Well, it, it was like, like that if, when if we you, were in school, but it, it, yeah, the the rules true. were a little more relaxed back then. Yeah, but, but that's just ridiculous. The thing that gets me is like, wouldn't you rather the kids stay home than go to school when they're sick, so they're not infecting everybody else with their illness? 
That's the common sense answer and then to the it's question. Like, yeah. But it's like, <laughs> right. But it's like being an adult. You, I mean, you can only, if you call into work sick, yeah. everybody's like, oh, yeah, okay. You know, nobody believes anybody anymore when, they're, when somebody calls into work sick. Yeah, yeah. So, like, especially, like, <laughs> at my work, like, when I'm, if I'm missing work, I just go to the fucking doctor. Like, even if I yeah, know like, why not? Is, you know, yeah. just so I have proof, like, hey, see, I was fucking sick. And not that. Well, or I can get a steroid shot. Right. Because they're amazing. Yeah, right, yeah. right. But that way, just so nobody at my work thinks, oh, well, they're just, call- he's just going in, which my job never thinks that about me, because my job knows that I can't afford, and I like money. yeah. Yeah, like I've told one of my, one of my people are like, he's he's a very special person, and uh, he's always got something's always going on, and uh, I was like, you know, dude, just suck it up and quit being a pussy and come to work. And he was <laughs> like, he goes, you're right, man. He's like, you have to be here. And I'm like, yeah, you know how many times I've been sitting at my fucking desk with the chills, yeah. or like at work, like I stay away from the food, but. I have to be here in case shit does hit the fan. Like, yeah, you're at least in attendance. Yeah, and it's like, what? I'd rather be at work because when you get home, that's when you get more miserable. Yeah, like as soon as it's nighttime and you're at home, that's when the sickness really kicks in. Oh man, and it's when, like that sucks. When you lay down and you're just like, oh, what? Yeah, it's terrible. That's the yeah. worst time. And like, you're like you're like shivering under like five blankets. You're like, this isn't right. And like the morning, <laughs> the like the early morning isn't at, like any better, really. But like it seems like in the middle of the day, it's not too That's bad. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. That's how it is. It's like after you've got through the morning, and you're like midday, you're at work, you're like, oh, it's all cool, and you're acting pretty semi-normal, and then you get off work, and you're like, I'm dead. I'm dying right now. Yep, I am officially dying. Yep. This is how I lose my life right this here. This is the coronavirus. <laughs> what about that, though, dude? Have you seen the – so the coronavirus, this is kind of sketchy. In 1820, there was a big flu. In 1920, there was a big flu. In 2020, there was a big flu. Yeah. It was – I think it's – I think it goes yellow fever uh, – uh, yellow fever was 1820 and 1920 was um, – Fuck, we just talked about it the other day. And then, of course, now it's coronavirus. But, uh, yeah, it's really sketchy. I hope it doesn't... uh, There's a lot of conspiracies that it's man-made and stuff. Yeah. I could could go on about it because it's... Here's the thing, though. It's like... (sighs) It's a a very interesting topic, and I have my thoughts on it. But I feel like if I talk about it, it's, like, semi-political. So... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, there is that, and I guess people can listen and poison us, so let's not talk about it. Mm-hmm. But my yeah, coffee yeah. will have cr- a little Corona in it. Yeah, a little Corona-ski. <laughs> Gonna slice a lime. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Anyways, I just, it's, I, I just, I'm trying to I'll, remember the 1920 flu. I'll kind of tiptoe around it and like give a vague thing that I, yeah, my thoughts yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just feel like there was other things going on. In the news? Spanish flu was 1920. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there was, there were things going on in the news before this thing hit. And then once this thing hit, all those things kind of went away. Yeah. Isn't that usually how it works? <laughs> yeah. And then something else will come up and then the, the, it was like bird flu, swine e. flu, all that shit. Like 
Ebola, what, all that shit. Yeah. When it happened, like everybody was like, "Oh my god!" You know, I don't want to get swine flu or I don't want to get bird flu or whatever. And then all of a sudden, it's and then it's gone because something big happened in the news. And then you know, they just really... they just it goes away. Yeah, that's that's pretty much how it goes. I mean, I'm with you on that one. That's when something. Oh my god, I can't believe this is happening. Wait, there's a big virus outbreak. Yep. Imagine that. Perfect timing, huh? Uh, yep. The let's, uh, <laughs> let's just close our eyes to what else is going on in the world. Uh, I was I was trying to think of what I was going to say about it. I don't remember. It's had to do with the the whole man made thing. Oh. One last thing about it, I guess, is apparently, I mean, I saw, I've been watching stuff on it for a couple of weeks. It's just crazy. But uh, there was a doctor that initially, like, kind of found that it wasn't a pneumonia because they, they were originally, like, it's like a bad pneumonia that 20 people had. And then uh, he was like, no, this is pretty bad. We should probably look into this. And they're like, nah. And then he died from it. Yeah. Like, that well, was that was the initial... He like, was okay, so concerned about it, but he had it. But he had it. Yeah, exactly. But you don't know because, it, like, quarantine's like two weeks with yeah. the coronavirus. Like, you have to wait two weeks after you're away from – like, I was watching this uh, Irish dude on YouTube. He was getting – on, like, Channel 4 News every day. He was posting, like, an update, and he was in quarantine. He lived in Wuhan. He was a teacher. And they evacuated them all back to uh, – the UK and he uh, had to be in quarantine for two weeks. And like, he was like, he was like, I don't have it. They come and check you every day, but it could just show up, you know, 13 days in, it just lives in your body that long, I guess. But it's sketchy nonetheless, but it is, I mean, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to jinx myself because People are listening. (laughs) You know what's so fucking weird, though? Like, listening to you talk about it just, like, kind of confirms to me more what I was thinking yesterday. Because, obviously, when you have a sick child or you're sick or whatever, you think about illnesses and stuff. Oh, fuck yeah. And, like, I was just sitting there thinking, like, yesterday. I mean, just kind of out of the blue, I was actually watching uh, the Yankees play a spring training game because baseball's back. I know. I saw your tweet. Um. I was sitting there watching the game and just out of nowhere, I'm just like, you know, how much, how many fucking illnesses are just fucking man-made? Yeah, that's, I feel like it's I scary like when you think about it. Flu season, you know, like what is, I mean, I understand, like, I understand flu season, right? Because it's, it is the change in the seasons. The weather's kind of fucked up. You're and like, people do die from it though. And people do die from it. Yeah. It's definitely like, there's, been there's cases you know around us that that it happens Mm -hmm. where it's like just so bad but it's usually a weak immune system or something but uh yeah it makes it does make you wonder you know and that's always been a that's always been a big conspiracy theory is like it's population control but it's also the news thing like you said like when something big's happening they're like people aren't liking it throw a virus out there and it quiets everybody down because they're more worried about that and it's just odd to me, like, that flu season has to do with the weather because it's always in the wintertime. And people, I mean, your immune system is lower in the in the cold than it is when it's hotter out. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I just feel like, I, and doing this show with you for a couple of years now, it seems like we usually get sick around the same time. Yeah, with the same thing, a little... <laughs> 
Yeah. Like, I'm, and I it, can't breathe. And we, yeah. usually, we usually both get it once in the wintertime. We both usually yeah. get it once in the summertime. So, I mean, there is summer illnesses, but it's just not as big. Yeah, when that shit starts stirring up, I mean, you're bound to get sneezier at least, yeah. you know. You know, but, I always trip out about is... Uh, this is just me. This is me being like too paranoid. But when it's raining, I'm like, okay, it's raining at a weird time of year right now. You know what's in the raindrops? I I know it sounds crazy, but I think about no, that because be that like, you almost feel that's how like some shit gets passed around. Probably, man. That, those raindrops got shit in them or snow. Well, of course it doesn't snow here, but not anymore. Uh, can't fucking yeah, exactly. Can't can't get that around here. But uh, raindrops, yeah, definitely. I think we've had a record February for rain. It's been pretty My wild. My God, like, dude. Can we it's talk about that a... for a fucking second? Like, yeah, it's rained a lot in February. It rained all day yesterday. It's you know supposed to rain all day today. It's it's clear-ish right now. It's a little cloudy, but... Oh, there's I mean, a chance later. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, can we just fucking stop with the rain? Like, for it, rained, it rained five Wednesdays in a row. Because me, uh, me and this dude work together. He comes in at 11 every Wednesday. And he's and I was like, it's raining again. I'm like, yep, it's raining again. Yep. And then finally, like five weeks in, we're like, dude, it's been like a month. That it's been every Wednesday, it's raining and cold. It's like 35 degrees and rainy. I'm like, if this would just drop five or six degrees, maybe it would be snow. We were talking about it last night. Another reason we don't get snow is because when it does get cold enough to snow, it's been raining all fucking day, so the snow's not going to stick to anything. Right. Because it's, it's like it's been already, it's already been raining for 24 or 48 hours, and then it's like, oh, it's going to snow. Dude, what's it going to stick to? So Yeah, it's not going to stick to a fucking rain puddle. Yeah, but he's like, well, the ground's not cold enough. I'm like, oh, if it gets 10 degrees outside, snow will fall. It just won't yeah. stick to asphalt. Right. Like, the ground, the ground's not cold enough. Yeah, that's a little portion of it. But as humid as and Arkansas nobody, is, that's the problem. Nobody wants it to stick to the fucking roads anyways. We just want yeah, to make snow angels. Yeah. Yeah. But Anyways. like, and every time it rains, like, and I'm at work, somebody has to fucking quote the crow and say, well, we can't wait rain all the time. Like the fuck it can't. Because what do they it, say? It, it is. What is, the, it, what is it? it? It can't rain all the time. That's a quote from the crow no. movie. And I'm like, no, it can fucking rain all the time because it is. <laughs> and I feel like I live in fucking Seattle or London. Hey, rain and, is the new snow in Arkansas, man. And it's fucking depressing, <laughs> dude. Like it's it it is, it is. literally causing it's this this year has been the worst seasonal depression I've had. I I love rain. But there do there does come a point where I'm like, you know, man, I kinda wanted to go hiking today. Like yeah, there does or there does come like, a day sit outside. Sit outside like and be, grill or and, whatever. And not be around each other and like coughing and sneezing and you yeah. know, breathing in yeah. each other's fucking farts. And do you shit. get a flu shot? No, I do not. I okay. I did a couple of years, but then I was like, you know what? It seems like every time I got the flu shot is when I got the flu. Yeah, I don't want to jinx it, but I don't get the flu shot either. So And like my kids like at school, oh, see the government it, just listening. They're like, mm, "We're gonna rain on him." Yeah, but it <laughs> seems it seems like the school kind of has this thing where they kind of force the kids to do it. Yeah. <coughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, uh, but nursing it, homes and hospitals, you have to get it too. Right, but it's like certain, like if you're a certain religion or something, you don't have to do it. Like if it's against your personal beliefs, you don't have to do it. Which it's oh, like, man. why can you not just lie and say, well, you know, I really don't believe in the flu shot. 
Because there, there are, like, it's the same with immunization, like, just shots in general. Like, there's certain shots that kids are supposed to get at certain ages. Yeah. And, like, you get a letter <laughs> from the school if it's time for your kid to get a, a shot for something. And then... What yeah. are, like, the big ones? Like, measles and mumps? And yeah, then, like, shit uh, like that. Polio and shit yeah. or something? Yeah. But I'm like, <clears throat> okay, so what about the kids that don't have to get it because they don't be- their parents don't believe in it or whatever? In, in immunization, immunization shots. Like, yeah. I don't get it. Like, so why are you coming down on me for my kid needing to get a shot? So I got to take them out of school for a day to take them to the doctor to get a shot. Yeah. But then you want to send me a letter saying my kids missed too many days of school. Because, but he got the stupid shot you wanted him to get. Mm-hmm. And, and it didn't help. Like, like when you, when you're like, your, your job is like, you have to get a flu shot. It's like, okay, well, I'll be calling in in two weeks when I'm not feeling well. Yeah, when you know? I have the fucking flu because you drink. I mean, it makes you feel, it makes you feel shitty. Like I remember when I did get the flu shot because I did work at a nursing home, and uh, I was like a housekeeper. Imagine that at a nursing home. Yeah, I, <laughs> I was really, I, can't I was, see that. I was really fucked up when I was working there, though. But uh, <laughs> I feel like you have to be fucked up to work. There. Oh yeah, yeah. I was always intoxicated on something, and I had to get the flu shot and the. Uh, uh, TV shot, but the flu shot, I remember, I think that's probably the last time I got one. And before that, I remember I would get it and it would always kind of make like the first couple of days. You just feel like, like you get that like achy feeling. Yeah. Like it's coming on. And well, you're that's like, am I really getting sick from this? It's supposed to have like traces of the yeah, flu. It's like, it's like fight. rattlesnake venom. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's all it is. <laughs> Rattlesnake venom. It's fucking rattlesnake venom, but it's got the it's the flu instead. Um. Anyways, uh, but yeah, that's that's the that's a flu talk. That's a good convo. I like that. I mean, it's just you know we still got to do a conspiracy theory episode. We because, do. We need to. But it's got to be like when we're both like in the mood and hey, let's roll for a little while because it's gonna. Well, no, we'll just have to cut ourselves off because I'll get going on that stuff. Right. Oh, me too. Fun. I'm the same way, dude. And I get, and we talk about it all the time, how we get caught in those rabbit holes. Oh, yeah. And that's a, dude, that's the biggest one. Yeah, that's it's one like, where you once just keep I clicking. Start, <laughs> once I start, it, that's the day. That's what the yeah. day is. Conspiracy theories. You're like, did you know <laughs> that in 1942, like, you got all these facts and shit that, yeah. like, what? Have you, listened to, have you listened to Alex Jones? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, he, I, and There's I a... actually found him from Conspiracy Theories with Jesse Ventura because he was on that show a few times. Mm-hmm. So that's how he... I found out who he was. And then I kind of, like the last year or so when he was in the news and lost his show and all that stuff. Over the Sandy Hook thing or whatever. Right, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and I was like, well, he's, I mean, and there's memes about him and stuff like he, how fucking crazy Whacked he is. he and is, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I mean, I'm not going to say he's not, but. Well, I, so there's a Joe Rogan episode. It's it's Alex Jones returns. Yeah, four yeah, hours and forty yeah. minutes, dude. Yeah. He gets excited on there, and mm-hmm. he's like talking about some of these conspiracy theories are like, uh, some of them are like, wow, dude, that's really far out there. Like about this uh, <clears throat> something about at Washington State University, they take you downstairs and they kill you and pump oxygen in your blood so you can still stay alive and you're visiting and talking with the aliens and then you come back to life 
Like this, that's one of the <laughs> that's yeah. one of the things he said. It's so fucking weird, dude. It's wild, but he. I mean, he's and he's got pounds and pounds of those conspiracy theories. But I was listening, and I mean, I'm sure some of the shit he says, like he's. We've we talked about him at work a lot, and like some of the shit that he said has come true, and it's like, whoa, that's weird because that just just sounded like some made up bullshit. But then there's also the theory. One of my cooks said this. He said he says so much bullshit that something's bound to come true at some point. <laughs> but he, he's, he's wild, the, dude. He's the Dave Meltzer of of conspiracy theories. He is. He's filling his booklet. He's filling his newspaper, dude. You That's put, what it is. He put so much shit out there. You know, something's bound to stick. Yeah. That's exactly. What I don't it know, is. dude. I I I think it's. I find him to be an interesting character. Because that's what he is, is a character. I don't He's a character. Know. I don't 100%. know if he is human or, or if it's real life. I, I don't know how much of it's real and how much of it's staged. Yeah, he's but wild, when, dude. But when you think about it, like, in the grand scheme of things, as a human race, we're all fucking just oddballs. I mean, yeah. That's that's when it starts getting weird. Think, of, think about how many weird fucking thoughts you have in a day that are just yeah. nothing. And it comes at the yeah. weirdest fucking times. That's part of the simulation that we could be living in. And that's, that's a conspiracy another, theory. That is a major conspiracy <laughs> theory that we live in a simulation. I mean... So, yeah, it's... There's I, way too many people in this world with way too much power. Yeah. I feel like but, we're, getting, we're getting off track. We're going to go into a fucking weird place, but... That's hey, that maybe we're in a weird place. We might just be in a computer right now. You never know. We might we just might be zeros be. and ones. We are we... literally binarial language. I don't know. It's it's interesting, man. Thinking about that. Thinking about the uh, simulation. But there's what, what, also what if we are a fucking like a video game and somebody's playing us? Yeah, and then like here in when our life is over, somebody takes the headset off and they're like, "Oh, that was it. That was like an hour." Yeah, like that's. I heard Joe Rogan and them. Talk, Joe Rogan and Elon Musk were talking about it, and that's another what he, character. That's what, yeah, yeah. Elon Musk. He put out like a. He put out like a EDM song recently. Why not? It's like it's like Elon's vibes or something like that. I don't. Yeah, exactly. Why not? You know. But they were talking about that, and it's like, what if some fat slob laying by pizza box just turns off his VR headset one day? <laughs> but they were talking about how usually when you usually a video game is more fun than real life. So if this is the fun that they're playing, then real life must be really boring. You know. Yeah. So, anyways, that's just I won't get too far off topic. It, we'll it, <laughs> we'll it cover it in think, the whole episode. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, when they start turning, when they start making points, and then I start thinking about certain things, I'm like. You know, there's like that MK Ultra mind control shit where you see celebrities like glitching out. It's like, what if that's just a glitch in the code, you know? Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. It's all just code. We're all just written code. Maybe not, though. Maybe there's just another dimension, like Alex Jones says. According to Alex Jones, there's 11 known dimensions. So we'll find uh, <laughs> I'll figure out. I, I, I'm interested in, in I'm... finding those 11 dimensions. I'm pretty spooked on when you die, what happens? Like, that's, I'm really spooked about that. You know, that's scary. I feel like as I get older, like, I get less and less worried about it. Cause you're like, 
God. (laughs) No, not necessarily that, but like, I feel like once you have kids, you start more concerned about them. Oh yeah. You don't even care about yourself. Yeah. Right. You don't like, I mean, I still think about it and wonder about it. Like what happens or whatever, like that's human, but like, I don't sit and like worry about it like I used to. Cause I remember like when I was a teenager, I'm like, what the fuck? Seriously? Like what the fuck happens? Like, yeah. is there a heaven? Is there a hell? Like, are you just literally, you're, you just pff, nothing. It just goes to black. Like that's what Sopranos. Yeah. That's what's scary because we are talking about that. Like if it just goes black, then you don't know. It just, yeah. that's just what happens. And that's it. That's it. You're like, gone. It, like, bam. That's Any it. Life's thought over. you had is gone. Any memory you had is gone. Love is gone. Hate is gone. Like everything's gone. Yeah, it's really sketchy when you think about that because it's like it's like that's just a waste of fucking life, you know. Like there's got, but then see, I'm a I'm a believer in like ghosts and shit, right? So that makes me think, okay, what is that? Now, when I was talking about living in a simulation, to me, ghosts were glitches, where like. You know, like a glitch in a video game. That's just, you just find a ghost. Well, but, and then almost, like, think about, like, Mario. Like, there's ghosts in Mario. Yeah. Like, what made them put ghosts in the game? Yeah, I mean, there's, I don't know. I feel like there's evidence of, I feel like there's evidence of ghosts, but, like, hardcore skeptics are hard to argue with. I'm not saying you are one, but, like, when you're having no, a conversation no. yeah. with one, they're like, yeah, I've never seen one. Well, no fucking shit, neither have I. But, like, if I did see one... But everybody gets those moments at, at, at any point in their life where they, you know, kind of get that weird vibe, like somebody's watching them and stuff. Like, yeah, nobody else yeah. is home and it's dark or late at night or something. Like, yeah. I remember when I was probably... I was probably, fuck, 12 or 13. Uh, probably a little older. Like, 14, 15. And I was the only person at home. My mom was at work. My sister had already went to college or whatever, and uh, my little sister was staying at a friend's house and like, I was literally the only one home and like the lights were off and like just the TV was on. And then the fucking hallway light just shoots on. Yeah, man, that's, and the switch yeah. was still down. So I'm like, uh, yeah, it's hello? Sketch. <laughs> like it's your first sketch. instinct is to be like, what the fuck is going on? And then, like, immediately I'm like, okay, I'm going to start talking now because I'm freaked the fuck out. Yeah, whistling Dixie. That's what that is. Yeah. That's... Or, or like, when you're driving down a dark fucking road and you think you see something and you're like, okay, am I fucking tired? Am I and seeing shit? And you fucking shit? pound the gas pedal. <laughs> Was it a fucking Bigfoot? Like, what the yeah, fuck just yeah. happened? I don't yeah, know, see, man. That's the see, weird I'm part a, about I'm a big believer in Bigfoot and, like. Some people I mean, are like, you yeah, really that's... think that's real? And I'm like, I just, I don't know. Like... You never, you you don't. That's the thing. You don't know. And there's not just one Bigfoot, right? And that's a species for sure, right? And it's people good. are like, well, if there if there are Bigfoot out there, then how come you know nobody's found a body or anything? Well, if you like read into it, like they could be buried, like the other species, species. could be buried. Them, yeah. they could eat them. Like, I mean, their jaws. Like, you don't know what they do. Supposedly strong enough to fucking be able to chew bone. Yeah, the foot's, like, the size of a tire, so, I mean... <laughs> yeah. You know, like, a, I don't know, I do a big, I want to do a Bigfoot episode. I'm 100% good with that. And then we can do a ghost episode, <laughs> yeah, too. Yeah, we can do a ghost episode, too. Because, I mean, I'm interested. I mean, I believe in fucking ghosts, because I won't watch a horror movie if it's got ghost shit in it. 
I got my nope. I like I'll, how I like I'll watch how Michael Myers. I watch Freddy Krueger. I watch you don't that watch shit the ghost all day. Stuff, yeah. If it's got one of those fast moving fucking ghost things in it, like in an old hospital, nope, not fucking doing it. You never seen Can't the Conjuring movies? I I don't. Is that's a ghost one, right? If I oh, saw the yeah. if I saw the trailer and it had some sketchy fucking activity in it, oh I'm, yeah, I'm, demonic I'm possession, out, dude. No, yeah. fuck no, no, no. Dude, nope. that movie we saw the Conjuring. We saw both of them in theaters, I believe, and those are both like. Yeah, you can leave the light on at bedtime. Yeah, like, or like <laughs> TV the, light window, like the like, nun or whatever. Oh God, it is. yeah, she's in. She's she part came of the from that, right? Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, like, when that trailer came out, I was like, "There's no fucking way I would watch that." And like, Amanda gets so like she just laughs at me when we're watching like trailers that come on and stuff, and I'm like, "Nope, nope, nope." I'll leave the fucking room. I'm like, nope, not watching that shit. Get it off my TV. Scary, man. Yeah. I don't do I, that shit, dude. I like I like it cuz the reason I like I like a I like a good scary movie because it's exhilarating and it makes your mind fuck with you. You know, yeah. that's that's like that's why demonic and ghost movies and shit are so scary because you're like, well, that's real. You know, like the Michael Myers thing and everything. I mean, the psychos like that are real, but you can usually kill them. They're not going to be like indestructible. Yeah, they're not. You know? su- they're not fucking superhuman. Yeah, but ghosts and shit like that. Like that's to me, that's real. So that's like it's when supernatural. I watch... Yeah, you don't know. It's another fucking dimension, man. It's weird shit that's going on that you can't control. And then it's like you have to have a priest. Like like when a priest walks in a house and he's like, "I don't want to be here." Like that's sketchy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's like whoa. That's fucking scary. Like walks in the Amityville house and he's like getting flies all over him and stuff. And there's the conspiracy theory that the Amityville house was a big hoax. Like, but a lot of people said their reactions were just so genuine. They don't think it was a hoax. Like yeah. they were like, we left all of our stuff behind. Right. Cause they were like broke and they were like trying to, the conspiracy is they were broke and trying to get publicity and get money for it. But why would you even roll the dice like that? If you're that broke, <laughs> you know, like I'm broke too, but I, I'm not rolling the dice with some fucking possessed house. Shit, yeah. You know? Yeah, exactly. exactly. Fuck that. No way. I don't, I, I think it's interesting, but I, I think, you know, as far as ghosts go, I think there's good ghosts and bad ghosts. I think it, oh, it yeah, all definitely. depends. I think it really all depends. Like I remember when I was, when I was younger, you know, my, my dad felt like he had a, encounter with my grandfather after he passed yeah like just you know kind of just like watching over him or whatever like he would i think i think what he said was if i remember correctly and i could be fucking way off but if i remember right it was he was sleeping and he woke up and he thought he saw my grandfather like kind of like at the foot of the bed i know i like, like how family members like checking in on show him. up when they're sleeping yeah like what the fuck man and you come on dude <laughs> but are you trying to fucking spook me my mom saw her aunt when she was 15. She was really close with her aunt, and her aunt passed away. And she said, like, three days later, she woke up, and she was standing by her bed in, like, a flowing dress. And she was, like, transparent and glowing. And she fucking freaked out and covered her head up and was, like... But she said she freaked out, but she realized afterwards that she was just showing up to say, I'm sorry, but, you know, it's all okay. Yeah. It's weird, like, man. I'm it's sorry really, I really died. weird. Yeah, I just was, you know... So, it's it's sketch. I mean, my mom's house. My mom's house is pretty. There's there's some activity going on there. I mean, definitely. It's not and it's not bad though. Like my mom lives there and she's not freaked out because she's like it's just family ghosts. I'm not I'm not really worried about it. Maybe that's you hear what noises we in do. the night. 
when we do the ghost episode, it should be when you're in town. Do it at my mom's house. And I come over to your mom's house. We do it there. I mean, it's not like, you know, we'd have to do it. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, we could do that. We could do that, actually. That would I think it, that would be fun. Be a good atmosphere for it. But yeah. it's not like raging haunted. It's just like there's, you know, you hear bump in the night there. And it's an right. older house, but it's not just older house bump in the night. It's like yeah, sometimes. When, like when people say, oh, it's just the house adjusting or what. I'm like, when I hear something hit the floor, that's not the house adjusting, yeah. okay? The when house a fucking settling. When a cabinet door shut and a glass flies out. Yeah. And hits the fucking floor, yeah. That's something. What a coincidence. The house is always settling at three in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> when why I'm trying to fucking sleep. Yeah. Why is the house not settling, you know, mid-afternoon when I'm wide awake playing a video game? Yeah, like, we're looking, we're kind of looking at looking to move into a house because it's just time for that now and we straight up told the realtor like i want to know shit that happened here because i will not move in a ghost house and she was like she's like oh yeah i know because i moved in this house and i had to leave eight months later because it was really weird stuff was happening i was like yeah we don't want that so (laughs) yeah especially if you're especially if you're gonna buy yeah i want to know yeah. Like, I want to know if somebody died there, where it's built at, like, all that stuff. Where they fucking died, if it was in the bedroom that I'm supposed to sleep in, that's not where I'm going to be sleeping. Like, I'll put well, my if they, bed if furniture they died in the there, living room. No. Yeah, yeah. No. But, I mean, if it, like, it, that's the last case scenario. Like, I love like, this house so much, but yeah. this dude hung himself in my bedroom. Like, I don't right. want... <laughs> Yeah, it's, uh... It was David Carradine's old house. Yeah, he was whacking it while he, while he was choking himself. Anyways, I guess we should probably... Anyways, Terminator 2 is good. Guns N' Roses is cool. We'll see you guys next week. <laughs> Check them out. Uh, one more thing before we get started, because this is fucking long. This went long. But it yeah. was interesting. And it got I think it got us more into wanting to even do podcasts today. Uh, Sometimes that's what it takes. I wanted to talk about the fucking AEW figures for like two minutes. Yeah, that's cool. Because they're fucking killer, dude. Yeah. So anybody who, who didn't think that we were still interested in wrestling, like, when they announced the figures on Dynamite, like, I fucking sent Levi a text, like, right away. Like, I still didn't as, watch as, Dynamite. As soon as I got the pictures of them from the from the press release, I was like, I gotta send these to Levi real quick. And, uh, oh, man. They're just so fucking good. I mean, yeah, like, Series 1 has all the big... All the big starters really like cody brandy jericho bucks and kenny yeah and like, then those two two is mox. Gonna be mox dustin rhodes hangman mjf and the lucha brothers i want that ring the authentic one you gotta yes. get the authentic one not yeah. the 20 dollar it's gonna be no 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 and they, i want they the real one major retailers to be named later so it makes you wonder is it gonna be at walmart is it like, are they going to be right next to the WWE figs? Like, that's the kind of stuff that interests me almost more than the actual figures coming out. Like, am I going to be able to get them? Am I going to have to fucking order them online and pay a little extra plus shipping? Which I will do. Uh, I will but... if I have to. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah and and yeah. it's funny because even Amanda, like, agreed. Like, she's like, I know you're going to buy them for the kids. And I said, but I'm also going to have to buy them for myself. And then I was like, well, if I will I... play with them. If I get, like, I'm going to leave mine in the box. I just want to leave them in the box. I just oh, want them, like, his art. I want to play with them so bad. <laughs> well, you can play, play with the kids figures. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's like, okay, so if I get a couple from Series 1, I definitely want the box, of course, because they're in the Elvis attire from Double or Nothing. 
I know. I want all of them. But then it's like, I want the Kenny one, but then the authentic scale ring comes with an exclusive Kenny figure in the green and black attire. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So then it's like, well, then I have to get that because then I want that Kenny figure. And then it's like, well, I'll get Cody, too. But then Amanda's like, well, if you're getting all those, you might as well get Brandy, too, because then you can't just leave her out. You're like, "Eh." you got to have the whole set. (laughs) And I'm like, eh, you know, eh. I don't need a manager when I'm playing with toys. Right. right. But then I I started thinking about it before they announced, or they showed the pictures of the whole second series. I thought, you know, maybe they'll, like, have at least one female wrestler in each set. But there's not one in set two. Yeah. I was was thinking, like, okay, well, obviously I think Britt Baker will be the second one. And then Nyla Rose. And then Nyla Rose and Riho will probably be. I think Nyla Rose is a good one for... Probably public relations, obviously. Right. You know, just and for... just because she's a big fucking heel. And she's a badass. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But so then, they're, then, I mean, it, they're legit, dude. Yeah, it's, it, I mean, just the fucking face scans, dude. That MJF figure, it looks just like him. Yeah. I Oh, but, speaking of, speaking of figures, not to cut you off, my for Valentine's Day, uh, the wife got me a few little things, and she actually found me a... Matt Hardy Backlash Series 12 action figure. So I have it still in the package with my little collection here. I haven't hung so it up that on the wall been, yet. That's Jack. It's like, yeah, oh, yeah, the, 2008. Wow. In the package. Yeah. Is it good shape? Yeah, I mean, it's it's still in pretty good shape. So this series, Series 12 had Kane, Triple H, The Miz, Randy Orton, Matt Hardy, and Mr. Kennedy. So yeah, it's like 07, 08. Mr. Kennedy's in so it. So that would have been like one of the Miz's first figures. Yeah, he's got the shorts on. Oh yeah, yeah. He has hats. It, he doesn't come with that, but he's got the. Sh- it looks like he's like freshly in WWE. That figure, like the first Miz figure, probably. Okay. But it's right before. I I'm guessing this series was right before Deluxe Aggression because he's. It's kind of when they were still really stiff, like almost. Mm-hmm. It's almost like the Titantron figures. Like, you remember those? Yeah, those are it's awful. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I had that Titantron, though. I remember I loved it, dude. I would now entering the Titantron. Yeah. And I would use my WCW ring because I was like, this ring's way cooler than the Raw's War one. But anyways. Yeah, I'm excited for those AEW figures, dude. They're sick. And then uh, this weekend's AW Revolution, I won't get to watch it live because I agreed to fucking pick up a bar shift for somebody because they're going out of town, and I'm not happy about it. Hey, more money for you. Uh, yeah, right. But I agreed to it a month ago and not thinking about the date. And then I was like, when they showed the commercial the next week on Dynamite, I was like, motherfucker. Oh, you Why know did what? I fucking think about that? I got inventory that night, so I'm right there with you. It works probably- out. Yeah, I probably won't be watching it either because I'm gonna. I don't want to come in on Sunday, so I'll probably bang it out that night. Yeah, I'll, but I'll, I'll, I'll either watch it when I get home, which is probably likely, <coughs> if I'm if I'm feeling it. If not, I'll watch it super early Sunday morning. But I, I mean, it's a good fucking card, and I think it'll be a killer show. Of course, I, I think it'll outdo. I don't know. You think Mox? You think Mox wins the title? I. I... I don't want it's, him to. It's, I think I want Jericho to hold it till double or, double or nothing. Yeah, but like they could do a screwy finish, and, and Jericho keeps the belt, and then Mox gets the rematch at double or nothing. 
Just to I, build the story more. I mean, they've done a great job building the story. Yeah, but that's a lot but, more. That's a lot more to build, man. That's two more months. Yeah, and, three and more. That's months. the thing. That's the thing, though. Is like, what else can Jericho do to Moxley to keep him, like, to wear him down? Because he's already, you know, fucked his eye up. He's got the elbow thing going. His fucking ribs are taped. Like, if Mox doesn't win, I want Kenny to win at double or nothing. Like Kenny and Jericho three, and that's the final one. Like. Or something. Or maybe I, it's Kenny I, and Hangman. I think Mox is, is that <clears throat> second guy. Because he's still a big enough name to where people keep eyes on it. That, that was my he's, concern. He's super over. I mean, right. let's, let's be real. So. But my concern is if you take the belt off Jericho, then where, you know, is, is the company still too fresh? Yeah, I, I, think, I think the belt goes on Mox because it keeps the belt on a big name. And, you know, obviously Jericho's still there. Mox is still there. Like, there, it, it keeps it on a former FKA name, you know? Yeah. yeah. So that's, it's not, you can't go wrong with putting it on him. And he's over and, you know, I want, I want to see him as champ because I am, I am a Mox guy. But I also, yeah. Jericho's run is so good, man. It's, it's a good heel run. But I want to see some different matches. So, like, Jericho... Yeah. I just I don't think there's much more that he can do. It's like let's go ahead and take the belt off him now. And yeah, then I want, break I wanna see Jericho help build these young guys. Yeah, put him in a put him in a Shawn Michaels esque feud, you know? Like where he yeah. can not that he needed to build Shawn Michaels, but where he's like in just killing it. Because Jericho's really good at everything. Yeah. So anyways. <clears throat> I, but I'd like to see a series of matches with like him and Jungle Boy because I thought that first match they did was really good. Yeah, and, and I, I want to see the ten minute one or whatever. You can't I want to see fucking minutes. Jericho and MJF, dude. That would be a killer fucking feud. Yeah, just just heel versus heel. Obviously, Chris Jericho's the favorite heel, and MJF is like the really douchey heel that everybody. MJF is literally okay. MJF is the Miz if he wasn't held back. Like, that's yeah. just the way I see it, man. Yeah, that's the way I see it, too. And it's funny because we talked about it when we met him. And <laughs> that's what I said. I said he's mm-hmm. like the fucking Miz. Like, that's who he reminds me of. But it's yeah. it's funny because we saw that two years ago, and now people are tweeting about it. What do you know? That's why we yeah. stopped talking about wrestling. <laughs> yeah. So let's stop talking about wrestling. All right, let's... We can probably blaze through this in probably twenty minutes. Yeah, let's blaze through it. We had a good episode. If you guys, if you guys listening didn't like it, I'm sorry, but that's. I think that was a good episode. And, and we can for always, not feeling it. We can always come back to Terminator because we can just do the whole series. You we know, can do the something. whole series. So we'll just kind of glance over it and give our opinions on it, and then we'll move on. That'll be the day. A little flexibility can go a long way. By refinancing your newer used auto loan with PenFed, you can lower your monthly payments for more flexibility in your budget. You can even schedule your first payment for up to 60 days from the date of your refinance. Calculate how much you could save at PenFed.org slash autorefi or call 1-800-247-5626 to apply. Membership is open to everyone. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end. It's just the first step to what comes next. 
The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. All right, well. <laughs> so use your illusion first. We'll do Guns N' Roses first. Uh, There's a lot of songs here. A lot of songs. So we'll start with Use Your Illusion 1. It's the third studio album, which, how, however you look at it, I see them as one album. Yeah, and, it's, a, it's a two-part album, yeah. There is a best two of. Disc. There's a single disc for one and two that you can oh, get. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. uh, I remember seeing it at Hastings when I worked there, and I was like, well, I have both, so, well, you know, I don't really need this, but. Um, it's cool to have. <laughs> yeah, because it's like a mix of both albums. Yeah. Covers, the blue yeah. and the yellow. Uh, oh, so, okay, yeah, it's it's split diagonal, right? Yeah, right. yeah, I've seen. That's that the one. picture okay. I used on the on the art for this. Yes, episode. yes. Um, so this album debuted at number two because Usual Illusion Two debuted at number one. Uh, this album sold seven hundred seventy thousand the first week. Wow. Uh, overall, as of two thousand ten, this is Wikipedia: five point five million units in the United States. Uh, each of the Usual Illusion albums have been certified seven times platinum. That's wow! That's no joke, man. Yeah. So, so this is kind of like Use Your Illusion. To me, it seems like, and I've never been a huge Guns N' Roses guy, so you could probably answer this. But is it is it kind of the last big hurrah for Guns N' Roses? This is okay. So, uh, Appetite, which everybody knows and loves it's a fantastic fucking album. that's their black about. album yeah that's, that's 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 it it's the biggest fucking debut album from any artist in history yeah like it's sold umpteen fucking gajillion yeah, i guess records. i can't compare it to the black album because it is their debut yeah that's, um but that's true. but with this it's like so the appetite for destruction came out then they did gnr lies which has like uh patience and uh used to love her and stuff like that on it what is it's that? A, is that like an EP? Yeah, yeah. It's it's yeah. I think there's, I think there's six okay, songs there's, on there. Yeah, it looks like there's eight eight songs. But okay, so I mean, you could technically consider there's that a faux full live album. songs and acoustic songs. So yeah, oh, anyways, okay. yeah. Um, but I mean, it's a good record for what it is. But this is kind of like I, I almost want to consider this a concept album. Use your illusion. Yeah. In a way, but this is like Guns N' Roses are at their fucking height and popularity. They're on tour with fucking Metallica after this record comes out. Yeah. Selling out fucking stadiums. That's when the incident happened with the Black Album. Yeah. And and yeah, and that's when uh, James had the pyro accident. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. And they wanted Guns to play, you know, an extra hour or whatever, and Axel refused to do it. And there was a whole fucking thing, and then the riot. And... Axel's a fucking douche. Yeah. <sighs> and then the St. Louis thing, uh, where the dude was uh, filming, and Axel caught him. And thanks to lame ass security, I'm going home. And fucking mic drops, and then that starts a fucking riot. So I mean, Guns and Roses certainly has a lot of fucking history of just kind of shit but it's not necessarily anybody else in the band other than it's just axel man (laughs) axel's a shithead like straight up that's that's all it is you know but he's hey he's he's a legend you know that voice and he got little too big for his britches a little too quick but uh yeah yeah 75 minutes like each record 75 minutes so it's a it's a long process i mean and there's certain songs you can just kind of skip but uh, I, there definitely was some that I skipped. Yeah. Um, so 
I mean, you really didn't ever listen to this album. So, I mean, what are, what's your overall thoughts? I, well, I really enjoy it because, and when I say it, both of them, because it's different. It's like not Appetite for Destruction, which I've heard enough of. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I mean, there's the hits on here that you hear on the radio a lot. Yeah, but... yeah. There's a, there's a lot of good uh, deep cuts on here. And I mean, for me, man, I can I can listen to Slash just rip that Les Paul for an hour. You know, yeah. like that's that's fine with me because he's he's a great guitarist. He's so blues influenced, man. I mean, he's yeah. It's it's like listening to a rock band with a blues guitarist. Like that's what Guns and Roses is, and Slash. He's a legend. Now, what is Duff? Duff's the other guitarist? Bass player. But he's the bass player. Okay, that's right. Yeah, Izzy is the other guitar player. At and this I like point. his and I like his bass work too, man. Yeah, and I just, Duff's he's slick. He's he's definitely a bass legend. That name is like I don't I I don't know a big a lot of Guns N' Roses, a lot about them, but I I always have known Duff McKagan, um Axl Rose and Slash, of course. Like the, I've always known those guys. The other guys, not so much. I really don't know the rest of the band. Well, and um, yeah, and the drummer situation was uh, Steven Adler, who is still kind of. I mean, he's still active, but there for a long time he'd had a, uh, a drug induced uh, stroke. So now he's back and he has a band, uh, and he plays the you know obviously the GNR classics, but then. After he, they kicked him out because he was just too fucked up. And if you're too fucked up and you get kicked out of Guns N' Roses, you got to be fucked up. Yeah, because they were all really fucked up. Yeah. Um, is Adler? Is Matt Adler Sorum by, came in. Is he by chance the father of Chris and Willie Adler? <laughs> I don't think so. Okay, you know who I'm talking about, though. No. Chris Adler and Willie Adler were in Lamb of God. Oh, and okay. Chris, Chris now plays with Megadeth. So I was, he's a drummer, and Willie is uh, the guitarist. So I was just curious. I didn't. I know. thought you were talking about like a set of twins you went to school with or something. No, so no, 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 no. That's, that's why you chuckled. Like no, that, yeah. no. I, I would have to. I'll have to fact check that one. But I was just curious. I I, yeah, I don't. I don't think his kids are in bands. I don't okay. even know if Stephen Adler has kids. To be honest, I mean, I'm I mean, sure he does. Adler's a Guns kind of a it's a last name that you do hear occasionally. So yeah, it's, it's anyways around. Uh, so right next door to hell kicks it off. Dustin bones. Right next door to hell. Don't cry. Perfect crime. You ain't the first bad obsession. Back off bitch. Double talking <laughs> jive. <laughs> Double no- talking jive. I love that title. Yeah. November rain, the garden featuring Alice Cooper garden of Eden. Uh, don't damn me. Bad apples, dead horse and coma at, clocks in it's that's like a fucking iron maiden ending song clocks in at 10 minutes 13 seconds i think i like use your illusion two better okay i think uh, and it, i don't it i couldn't tell you a couple more albums so i personally like one better just because i mean that's the reason why i got into guns and roses i i was still like i was like one when appetite came out yeah so i you know i kind of missed that but by this time i'm you know four so i can kind of remember listening to these cassettes at that point uh dustin bones to me was a really good song i really like that one it's got a cool groove to it the reason why i bought this record as a teenager though was for live and let die because at the time i was a huge huge james bond fan and i love the original song from paul mccartney and wings 
but to have a like a metal esque version of it, yeah, it, it it it's before YouTube when when I bought this, you know, so you couldn't just go and find the video; you had to have the the fucking album. Yeah. So obviously got that. Don't cry, which has Shannon Hoon from Blind Melon singing co lead vocals with Axel on this. Uh, that's a great fucking song, and you'll see it again on two with alternate lyrics. Uh, November oh, Rain. Okay. Yeah. November Rain, obviously a fucking classic, and it's a. I think that song is one of the best songs, honestly, of all time. I'd put that in my top ten favorite songs of all time. Yeah. Uh, November Rain. Yeah. Yeah. That's I just I th- I think it's perfect. It's a yeah. good. It's a it's a good. I mean, not only is it a ballad, but I mean, it's just. It's just fucking like it walks you through the story. Yeah. And it, yeah, I, I mean, it's a longer song, but there's a shorter version that obviously they play on the radio. Cause they yeah, but I can I can deal with the longer. I can deal with the long song, though, because there's two just, solos in it. There's two yeah. slash solos in it. Yeah, like, man. Of course I can listen to that. that. Uh, the Garden with Alice Cooper, I think, is kind of cool. Just having an, like another voice. And obviously, Alice Cooper's a fucking legend. The Garden and then the Garden of Eden. And then the garden, yeah. And then there's the Garden of Eden. That's not it. Though. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not it. Uh, I can't pick a least favorite song on this one, but but definitely my favorite's November Rain. I mean, that's the hit, but it's hard to beat that one. I would say my favorite. I mean, I hate to pick the cover. Like, I love Love and Not Die. That's a good one. Yeah, it's so um, it's a perfect. Cover. I I enjoyed Dustin Bones. Yeah, Dustin Bones is my favorite. That's not a single. Yeah. Um, man, November Rain's probably November Rain or Right Next Door to Hell are probably like my singles off of right this ne- one. Yeah, Right Next Door to Hell is a right good fucking. It's just opener. a good opener, man. Yeah. Yeah. It gets you prepared for what you're about to listen to for the next hour plus. And uh, then, usual version two, I like the cover better because it's blue. Right, yeah. <laughs> the blue and purple is cool, but I like the I like the red and yellow. I guess maybe that's a Hulkamania thing. I <laughs> got it that That bad. is definitely a Hulkamania thing. I think mine's a SmackDown thing. Yeah, maybe. Uh, it's all wrestling related. So the first week sales did a little less, but it's overall sales as of the time that they did the sound scan in 2010. They had more than yeah. It had eighty five thousand more units sold. So not much. It's close. It's a. It's pretty dead even as yeah. far as it goes. And it's seventy five minutes and fifty two seconds. So they're literally seconds apart. Uh, it's the last album to feature Izzy Stradlin, who, as a lot of people know, if you're listening to this, you're probably a Guns N' Roses fan. So they're they're back. Obviously, they're selling out fucking stadiums for the last five years. Or so, roughly. No, not five, three, probably. Yeah, it's been it's been a, it's been a few years. years yeah, because yeah. I remember when it was announced. I was like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, I didn't and know I wanted that to go so fucking bad, but just man, going to a big fucking stadium rock show is so difficult. Because you know, yeah. price price point wise, you're gonna end up in the fucking nosebleeds. Yes, because to be on the floor, it's like I don't. I don't know. You must like people must save up for that, or I'm, just have, or just, just make a lot of money. I'm not spending three hundred dollars on a concert ticket. I can't oh, shit. do it. I was it. thinking like the people that are on the floor that are like seven hundred. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Know? That's like that's ridiculous. Front. That's the first yeah. Like, ten rows. Yeah. yeah. No. But yeah, even three hundred, man. That's just that's crazy. If it was like three hundred and I got to meet Bruce Dickinson, like I'm all in on that. Right. You know? But that's but it's diff- more that's like not going to happen. You're paying like. 
twelve to fifteen hundred for the band meet and greet plus the first two rows. Yeah, exactly. It's you know That's anyways. my thing with KISS, man. Like I, I just I've always wanted to do that backstage meet and greet thing, but I've I've also heard that it's really rushed. Like you only get like a few seconds with the band. Yeah, I did a and it's a much smaller band, but Fear Factory, I did a meet and greet with them and we hung out for like, I don't know, ten minutes, I guess. See that, like, that I can I can I can swallow that. I can't do that. And it's like only sixty seconds. bucks. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like I got I got my bang for my buck with that. Like I got to get signatures and pictures and everything and you know, obviously Fear Factory was big back then and now it's like who's that? You know, because everything's yeah. Oh, I EDM remember when they yeah, music. I remember when they were big. Yeah. Uh, but like we've me and Amanda have talked about it. Like if Fozzie ever comes around, like I'll pay the extra hundred bucks for the meet and greet. And it's pretty reasonable. Yeah. It's like, hundred bucks. For, yeah. For it's not bad. It's so not you're bad basically, and nothing against the other guys in the band. Cause they're all great, but you want to like, meet Chris Jericho. I want to meet fucking yeah. Chris Jericho. I'll pay a hundred bucks to meet Chris Jericho. If I did that, I would definitely do my research and like just compliment the guitarist and bassist and drummer and act like I know a lot about them, so I could be like, "You guys are awesome, man! It's not just Jericho, you know." <laughs> this is your band, Chris Jericho. Is just band, a singer, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fuck Chris Jericho. Yeah. And he's, he's fat. Right there and he's like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> he's fucking fat. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I mean, he's chunky, but <laughs> but I can I can totally see you being that guy. Yeah, that does that. Fuck Chris Jericho. <laughs> You're wearing a shirt that says fuck Chris Jericho. Yeah. And then on the back it says he made the list. <laughs> uh, okay. So uh, two is uh, Civil War, 14 years. Yesterday's knocking on heaven's door. No, Get... no, no. Go ahead. You <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Get in the ring. Shotgun <laughs> blues. Breakdown. Pretty tied up. Locomotive, so fine, estranged. You could be mine, which will come into play here in a second. Don't cry, alternate lyrics, and my world. Okay, get in the ring. I was working out yesterday, and it got to the weird part in the song mm-hmm. where they're like, "Fuck you, motherfucker!" and shit like <laughs> that. That's the song, right? Is that yeah. what I'm thinking of? Yeah. yeah. And I was like, "What?" And then I ended up skipping it because I was like, "This is just—it's a little too out there." I don't know. I just, yeah, I just wasn't really feeling it. It didn't I mean, fit. I was, no, I'm like pushing the weights, and I'm like. Usually I listen to really heavy shit when I work out, but this was about the only time I had to listen to this album was in the gym. So, you know, a lot of it just, I, I'm not going to remember a lot about the songs, but yeah. Well, I, I, I mean, that's fine. Cause we're just kind of glancing over it anyways. Cause I'm sure eventually we do like a guns and roses retrospective kind of thing. But this album would be the one I, I even, I know a little more Yeah, just because of uh strange, you could be mine. Uh, knocking on heaven's door, and I and I feel like Civil War. I knew Civil of War, when I was yeah. Younger. They play that on the radio quite a bit. Yeah, I I think I knew of that song. I actually I really like that song. Yeah, actually. like their opening their opening songs on these two albums are I don't like need great. Your Civil War. Wow, 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 wow. Yeah, yesterday's is really good too. Uh, Knocking on Heaven's Door, obviously a classic cover. Another classic cover. Both both albums had one cover, which is nice, and they're both really good fucking songs on yeah. their own. But Guns N' Roses gave it a little boost shot in the ass, like this. Yeah, man. But it's their, like the OG covers here. Their live version of Knocking on Heaven's Door, and it's on uh, Guns N' Roses Live Era, whatever the fuck it is, eighty six to. 93 or whatever it was. I remember buying that album. And that was one of those ones that I paid 25 bucks for. 
yeah. double double disc, but it was live and it was just fucking nasty, dude. Because it opens with "Welcome to the Jungle," and I can kind of pair it with this because it's it came out after this one, right? Obviously, but like it opens with "Welcome to the Jungle," and that, it's like. And then Axel's like, you know where the fuck you are? Yeah. You're in the jungle, baby. Wake up. You're gonna die. Time to die. <laughs> Just so Time fucking... to die. Time to die. But his the fucking on, voice. The Blade dude, Runner guy. It's always falsetto. Yeah, like, he's always, he's, yeah. His voice is always falsetto, but it's Star so. Cash and all in. <laughs> <laughs> But, like, he's... How many fucking cigarettes did these guys smoke? Oh, my God. Dude, Slash smokes, like, a pack and a half on stage. In three hours. Yeah. Yeah, man. But, uh... I mean, a pack, but, you know, still. He's always... They always got a cigarette rolling, dude. It's like, damn. And Axel's voice, to get to that point, had to smoke a fucking carton a day. I mean, I guess when you're all fucked, you know, when you're fucked up, you want a cigarette. And these guys are fucked up 24-7, so they always wanted a cigarette. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my favorite from this, this one's tough. Like, I got I, I to gotta say Civil War, probably. Civil War's great. You could strange be, is good. You could be mined is fucking good. Yeah. A strange is good, yeah. Uh, you could be mine as the motorcycle scene, right? Yes. The, okay, yeah, when he's when they're working on the dirt bike, and then yeah, yeah. Uh, it plays again later on. Uh, yeah, I gotta go. I think I'm gonna go Civil War too. That's tough. I love that. I like that song, man. Yeah, it's their cool. openers just do the album for me, you know. Yeah. But this one is, I, I would definitely say this is my more favorite of the two. But it's kind of tough because one does have some songs on it that are like, I think this one's more. Is this one is this one more heavy? I know. Uh, well, is it? I guess they're kind of both pretty balanced out. Yeah. Like they have their slow they both have enough slow songs and enough fast songs. It doesn't I mean it doesn't always have to be heavy for me, but you know I that's what I cater to a little more is right. the the heavier stuff. But I I do like I there's I don't know, you know man, I don't know what it is, but this one I like more. I don't know why. It, I think just, it's just I'm more familiar with this one. And it has more of a Levi vibe to it. Yeah, I guess. And then the first one is the first one's really good too though. So it's kinda hard to I like this one the most, but usually version two is a close second. <laughs> <laughs> just if I'm ranking them, that's how it goes. Two, one. Two, one. Yeah, that's it. And then I'm one, two. That's the whole list. So yeah. I mean either way, it's they're both it's really enjoyable. good records. And yeah. check check them out. So I'll lump them together, and I'll I'll give both albums as as one. Are we? Do we go up to four or five? We go up to four. Okay. That's well, we didn't do it last star. week. Well, we didn't do it last week with our. Oh, we did album not. And, and we failed. Yeah, lost we did. a bunch of listeners. Yeah, too. A ton. We lost Millions. three. Okay. Three million. <laughs> uh, Dream Oh, okay. I'll give. I'll give. One and two, I'll give them three and a half. Yeah, I was, I was, I was right there around that range. I'll just, I'll just go. Ooh, they're good though. They're good. Like yeah. the production and everything's yeah. good. So, I mean, I gotta, I gotta roll with you, and I am kind of just agreeing with you because, first of all, I trust your judgment, but also <laughs> based on my own judgment, it's, 
it is well produced. All the songs are well written. The albums are very balanced. Uh, some of the songs run a little too long, but that's okay. That's every band. Mm-hmm. And um, the blue cover is cool. So yeah, I gotta, <laughs> I got, I gotta go three and a half just because they are classics. And if I'm gonna listen to Guns and Roses, I'm probably gonna listen to these two because, like I said, Appetite for Destruction. Like I'll listen to the beat, the beat, uh, not B sides, the deep cuts on that. But yeah, yeah. I've just heard. I played Guitar Hero, so I, you know, and I, I played Sweet Child of Mine a bunch. I played Welcome to the Jungle, um, but not, I've also heard those so many times. Not that know? there's anything wrong with Sweet Child of Mine. No, that, no, no, no. That's an amazing that's song. That's a dude. funky groove. <laughs> Still to this day, that song. <laughs> yeah, that's dude, one of those intros just... when you play guitar, though. If you're into like kind of heavier music, that's one of the first songs you learn on your way. Yeah, definitely, definitely. That's God. it's it's a must it's a must learn. And the fact that it was it was a fucking joke, the song was a fucking joke because it was he it was like easily, yeah it was like he was like apologizing or something yeah basically. but it, it was he like, beat his wife in like a facetious kind of way he was apologizing but the yeah. song is so fucking perfect. Yeah, it's it's a very perfect. Song. Anyways, we'll talk. I'm sure we'll talk about that at another time. So speaking of judgment, Fucking love God, just that fucking pumps me up. That's that gives me goosebumps when I hear when I hear that. Anytime I watch that movie and you get that opening and you know Sarah Connor's talking and blah 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 and you see like the fucking fucking the playground and the fucking there's the scenery around. And oh yeah, it, Armageddon, dude. And then jo, 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 jo. Terminator jo, jo, Two, Armageddon. Jo, jo, jo. And then it comes up like that slow reveal of the endoskeleton, like oh yeah, my fucking god. Just it's I so mean, good. right off the, I can just stop there. Like, just go watch the fucking movie now. Um, I mean, it is it is definitely a just go watch the movie. Like, and you, I would say Terminator Two. You you don't necessarily have to watch the first one but it definitely helps it helps for because, the timeline especially because sarah's reaction to him when she first encounters him and the yeah that's a big okay that is a big deal yeah because yeah. her facials give it all away like she's because she's like no before. yeah yeah because he was after her the first one but this time he's back and he's a different t-800 yeah and he's there to obviously like john in the future programs him to go back to battle the the liquid terminator to save his mom and save him as a child and he's a fucking shit kid like yes he is an absolute shit kid. fucking kid like he would he would love metalcore if he was around in this era in two, if if he was a kid in 2009 he would be in the mosh pit swinging his arms and he's just so fucking whiny and blah. Yeah, and he's like you're not my you're not my mom yeah. or whatever he says to her yeah he oh, calls her the, by her name or something. Yeah. Yeah. Or the foster or, parents or whatever. Yeah. What is the dad's name uh, again? Fuck. I he's like, remember. Jan. Like, he's like, <laughs> with my dad, Jan, or something like that. I'm gonna, but, uh, I gotta look he's it def- up. He's definitely a shit kid. But, um, yeah, this is obviously top five favorite movies for me of all time, right? Janelle now, right? and Todd. Jan- yeah, Tad. You with my dad, Tad. <laughs> You're not my dad, Tad. <laughs> and then he takes off on the bike or whatever. <laughs> and it's the kid Janelle. from. And it's the kid from Salute Your Shorts, the redheaded kid from Salute Your Shorts. His buddy or whatever. Yeah. I don't know that. 
You don't Salute know. Your oh, shorts I, thing. I forget. I'm older sometimes. Yeah, dude, you're <laughs> fucking old. <laughs> it was a Nickelodeon show back in the day. It was like Salute Your Shorts and Hey Dude and uh, What Would no, You I Do? Don't, I, that yeah. was that was like Nickelodeon right before my era, like yeah. right before Doug and Rocco's Modern Life and Rugrats and shit. Right. Yeah, it, it was it was like a, probably it, that show was out probably like two years before Rugrats came out. Okay. Um, but yeah, it was a funny show. Anyway, so that's that kid. That's what I always think of when I watch this. I'm like, eh, salute shorts. I always, I always like Robert Patrick's arrival because I'm always like, am I going to see penis right here? No, I'm not going to see. Well, penis. it's not, not Terminator look- One. Not that I'm looking to see penis. Terminator One, I, you see Arnie Schlonger slapping around. Yes, you do. But dude, this one, is, he had. If that was his dick, he's got a fucking hog on him. Of course he does, dude. He's Arnie. <laughs> he's Arnie. He's fucking Arnie. Of course he's got a hog. <laughs> he's got like seven dicks, probably. That was yeah, just the like, one yeah. that showed up. Of course, his fucking maid wanted it. She saw it in the movie. I was like, "Is that? Can I see that in person? <laughs> can I just like hold it? Can I suck?" <laughs> he's like, yeah, sock. <laughs> he pulls, he pulls it out and shows it to her, and he just goes, sock. And then I fuck. <laughs> and then I, he suck, and then I fuck. <laughs> she sucks, and then he'd be like, I'll be back. He goes he's, to the bathroom. The, yeah, to wash he's a, up a bit. He's the he's the Iron Man in bed. He's like, she's like, are you gonna finish? He's like, I'll finish when I feel like finishing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going longer than usual today. <laughs> This has never happened to me before. This has never happened to me before. <laughs> I'm a T-800, T-1000's liquid metal alloy. Get down and suck. Get suck. <laughs> suck. Get yeah, down. Anybody that listened to this knew that fucking shitty Schwarzenegger impressions yeah. were coming. You have come to. With, come with me if you want to come. <laughs> <laughs> come with me if you want to fuck. Yeah, if you Get want to down. suck. Get down, suck and fuck. Sock. She's like, all right, all right. I get sake. it. He's like, okay. Why? 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 Do do it. Do it now. And then do he does now. the weird fucking smile. I... I had this dude I worked with years ago, and he was like, hey, don't get me drunk, man. I do my Arnold Schwarzenegger impersonation. I'm like, you and a million other fucking people. I'm getting you <laughs> drunk now just so I can make fun of you later. How shitty your impression is. Yeah, like everybody's like, oh man, I can do a good Arnold impression. I'm like, nobody, just everybody does one. Okay, yeah. do something else. And do Christopher Walken, that's better. But everybody does that too, I feel like. I know, yeah, I know. I, I was just trying to think of another. Do a I, Robert Patrick impersonation. Yeah. Have you <laughs> just seen be super straight faced. <laughs> Have you seen this boy? They're like, who are you doing? <laughs> You're like, you know, Terminator 2. Like, I don't remember Arnold Schwarzenegger saying, it wasn't him, it was Robert Patrick, the other guy, yeah. Liquid Terminator. You know, he way comes, more interesting. He comes and he's naked, and then he takes the police outfit. Why are they? I mean, I get that, like the clothes, like, and they, they kind of talk about it in Terminator Genesis, like why they have to do it naked. But is it not just fucking weird? Like, when it is a little strange that they're, they're naked. And so, I like when Arnold walks in the bar and oh he's like, "I need your clothes, your bike, and your and your khakis, or I whatever. Need, I need your clothes, your boots, and your motorcycle." And he's like, are you kidding me, pal? And then he puts the cigarette out on him and he gets all pissed. He's like, what? It's not it, working. With fucking Dwight Yoakam playing in the background. And I like how all the girls are like, ooh, like they see his cock. <laughs> like, he's just oh. straight faced. I'm not interested in intercourse. <laughs> I am here to take out the T-1000. And save Liquid John Connor. And save John Connor. Todd is not his father. <laughs> 
fuck off, Ted. <laughs> you my dad, Ted. <laughs> He's such a fucking douche. Fuck off, Ted. I'm going to go rob this ATM with the fucking See, credit card. I almost think your version, or like your impression of Arnold's better than like 90% of people because you say random shit. You're not just quoting movies. Yeah, you got to say random shit. <laughs> yeah, it's not as good. Like, people, everybody just kindergarten, kindergarten cop. It's not a tumor. Yeah, I've heard uh, that a thousand times. Yeah. yeah, motherfucker, I've heard that so many Shut times. Shut up. How about Dude, Todd I'm... is not his father? <laughs> Todd you... is no longer his father. If Your parents gonna... are dead. If you're going to do an Arnold from Predator impression, why don't you just do Jesse Ventura from Predator? He calls... Yeah, he calls and the mom is like, what are you? And he's like, your parents are dead. And he's like, he's like you can't just go around killing people. Why? Because you can't. Why? Because you just can't. Why? why? <laughs> Stand and on that... one leg. And he's just standing there. <laughs> the, I always remember the leather sound from his yeah. pants. Just... Yeah. Oh, um, man. And, yeah, and then the, when they're at the payphone, and uh, the those two dudes guys, show up. yeah. yeah. And he's hey, man, like, is he messing with you, kid? <laughs> like, those two guys. Those fucking and then the kid just turns on him. Yeah. Like, they're trying, to, they're trying to save him, and he's like, yeah, fuck you, man. He's <laughs> like, what? They were trying to save you, dude. You're not my dad, either. Like, yeah, you're not how many fucking times Ted. <laughs> how many times are you going to use your teen- teenage angst against people? Yeah, you piece dude. of shit. John Connor's a dick, man. Yeah, and he our, is a dick. And fucking, he's a piece of shit in the third one. Yeah, our whole human race is like being saved by this fucking piece of shit. Yeah, but he's better in the future, though. Well, yeah, because he grew up. Yeah. He's like, Todd was never my father. I'd be like, what the fuck? Why is he still on this thing? Get off of it, dude. <laughs> he died for, for you. You're the yeah, reason man. he's dead, you piece of shit. Yeah, the T-1000 took him out. <clears throat> Robert Patrick. FKA Robert Patrick. The T-1000 FKA Robert Patrick. <laughs> That's he what he is. At, Robert Patrick. That's but... what he is at Comic-Cons now. He's, <laughs> he's FKA his real name, <laughs> but he's actually the T-1000. I feel like, and, and nothing is Robert Patrick, because he's in a lot of movies and stuff, but... And and he's great, but I just feel like some like a character actor like that, like they go to those cons and it's like specifically they're there for one role. Like you need to dress up in the outfit. Yeah. Like if he just was sitting there in like a, a faux cop uniform, like people would be like, okay, yeah, I'm totally paying fucking a hundred bucks to meet him. Yeah, totally. <clears throat> like like I... you chase after me and then latch <laughs> yeah. under the car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm gonna sh- I'm gonna shoot. The little, the fucking alloy metal shit off of you, and it's going to be stuck in the car, and then we're going to take a picture with, like, me hanging out the back window. Like, it's going to be a thing. Just get ready for it. Yeah. So, anyways, Terminator 2, yeah, Arnold comes back to save uh, John Connor from the T-1000. Sarah Connor gets involved. It's just a really good movie. Um, Just a lot of action. It's longer than I thought. I didn't watch it, but I, I remember it's it's definitely like two and a half hours, isn't it? Yeah, it's 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 long, but it's worth it. It's, and then it, by yeah, the end, you it's don't always, want it to be over. Yeah, because he's doing the thing in the lava, man. And every and I time cry. I watch it, there's always like a scene or two that I forget because yeah, like that third that sec, mid second into the third act, I'm kind of like, okay, I know what's coming. I got to mentally prepare for it because I know I'm probably going to get teary eyed. There's a whole thing. But yeah. uh, I don't know where I was going with that. He's beating him in the factory and shit. Yeah. Um, but like the the part where they go to get her weapons or whatever from her 
the Mexican friend. Yeah. What's his fucking name? I can't think of his name. I don't remember. Um, but like Edward or something. They're all out there in the in the desert, and she's like watching like John and the Terminator, and like she's kind of like it's it's really weird because it's almost like thoughts of like oh my god, like look at this machine like fathering my son at this point, and I'm a fucking piece of shit because nobody believes me that I went through all this shit. Yeah, it's definitely like an emotional moment. You kind of have to understand what she's thinking. Now I remember what I was going to say. Okay, so before she escapes, like when she steals the the key to break out or the paperclip or whatever to break out, like when the the orderly fucking licks her face. Yeah, yeah. When she's laying on the bed, like he's got her pinned down. Like, dude, that is literally, like, one of the most uncomfortable scenes to watch. Like, Yeah, that's, it's so weird when he does that. I I was, every time I'm like, I don't think that was necessary. Yeah. It's just, it's just fucking weird. Because it doesn't, it's not like it tells a story, but I guess it just says that he's a fucking creep and he wants to do a chained up chick or something. I don't know. But then they go to the the guy that creates Skynet's house, and his family's scared, obviously, because they don't get it. <laughs> and he's holding the he's yeah. holding the detonator. Yeah. <laughs> and the, the, the kids dying. the kids play with the remote control car and shit. Like, but when fucking Arnold fucking shows him, like when he fucking yeah, cut, awesome. that's like one of my favorite scenes. When he fucking just takes his hand, just fucking, like, you see the skin ripping and shit. Yep, and then he's got the glove after he, that. Yeah, and then he pulls the fucking meat skin flap off, and he shows yeah. the endoskeleton, like, they're like, oh my god, like, and his wife's like, what the fuck have you done, you piece of shit? Like, you're gonna kill everybody. That's when but, it gets awesome, when they go to Skynet. You're right. Start, all the explosions start yeah. happening, and the gas, and, the, and all that. Fucking helicopter, and then fucking the yeah. T-1000s on the fucking motorcycle, and... Yeah, it's a whole thing, and then he's in the helicopter. Like that fucking scene is just crazy. Yeah, it's just it's like war is going on at the Skynet place, and uh, and Arnold's like shooting the big fucking gun without killing anybody. Like, yeah, how does that <laughs> yeah, happen? Yeah, but he told Johnny wouldn't kill anybody. It's like won't kill anybody. But he's just trying to back him up, like back the fuck off. We're trying to do something here. Yeah, we're trying to fucking get rid of this dude. You really don't want him running around, all right? Right. But yeah, the. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah he starts to really slow down and then he hits the fucking button and then, and then he, yeah. was, he was dead before the explosion so it's, it worked out for the best yeah that last little that was his mm-hmm. that was his last two raw that his was his last... his swan song <laughs> that's his swan song hey he went down swinging yeah kind good, of good. I mean I, I guess mean, he hey, went down clicking but yeah but he did it to because he did Miles Dyson up. He knew he knew he fucked up, so he was trying to save everybody else. It's a shame that we his get kids the had to grow up without their dad, though. That yeah, kind of bums then, you out when you think about it. Then they wind up at the molten, the metal factory or whatever, the steel factory, and that's when it all goes down. And dude, when he fucking loses his entire arm, and it's just like the danglers. Yeah, ugh, it's so fucking weird. But it like you weird. can almost tell, like in the jacket, like his arm is just kind of like up in it because it's way thicker than it was before. Yeah, even you though it's already that? thick because of his <laughs> yeah. biceps. Right. Well, yeah, and and he's Arnie, metal alloy. Um, and then like his face gets smashed, and you think he's done because the light goes off in his eye, and then oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Like that. That to me, like when I first watched it as a kid, I was like, oh man, that's it. And then of course, you know, he's gonna come back. 
because oh, he always he was coming yeah. back. I had it on. I remember I had it on VHS. I know that. And then when the thumb he kills Robert Patrick, and then he go he has to go. He goes down in the and that's so fucking heartbreaking. Cause I like, know, man. It's like so it, teary eyed. That's that like, like when fuck. John finally realized he can't be a piece of shit forever. Yeah, and like that's kind of like his. That's when he grows up. Is and that he's like, wow? There goes my buddy, and then obviously that kind of ends that movie. You know, with she Sarah Connor tells the thing. But I remember when I watched Terminator Three the first time, and I saw John Connor and he talks to Arnie in that one. And he's like, you don't remember like. uh all the stuff that he says or whatever, like no problemo and all that stuff. Yeah. And, Arnold, yeah. and I remember when I saw that, I was just like, obviously he wasn't going to remember that because he's a different machine. Right. But I was like, I just don't, I don't know. Like I need to watch three again. Cause you I felt don't like remember. he needed to remember. Yeah. But at the same time, I understand that he can't because he's a different right. machine, but right. there's something about three. Like I need to rewatch it. But I know it's not – I don't think it's amazing or anything. It's, it's been a amazing. long time since I watched it's... it in full. It's good, but it's not – It's not. it doesn't live up to two. Like, that's the thing. It had to follow two. Right. So, and that, years that's the later. Problem. But... Plus, they – in three, they say that Sarah Connor died from cancer, and they have to go get her casket because she's not in it. It's just a bunch of fucking guns. Yeah, it's like she – like, you know. Yeah, I don't know. They just to wrote me... off that character and – and, and but then like now with Dark Fate they brought her back but that's a direct sequel to two, but then in Genesis that was a direct sequel to two. It's like they've changed this franchise around so many times to to try to please fans and it's just not. But that's another. Have thing. you seen Dark Fate yet? Oh yeah, I watched it. Is it good? It's good. Okay. I, but, but I say that, but I like Genesis too. And I, honestly, I don't think I could pick between those two, which one I like better. Probably Genesis. I still better. haven't seen either. What about Salvation? Uh, I watched it once. I and don't. The, I don't hate Salvation. The only reason I watched Salvation is because I found out that they had like the the Arnie clones like hanging on like meat hooks. Oh yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the only reason I watched it was for like you that, don't like Christian like, Bale though, right? I don't like Christian Bale. That's what I thought. So you probably by default don't really. Like, I don't think Salvation's bad, but it's definitely at the bottom of the Terminator movies. If I'm going to watch Terminator, I need Schwarzenegger in it. I, I mean, yeah, that's that's kind of Terminator. <laughs> that I mean, like, I remember when Salvation came out and I saw the poster. I was like, oh, the poster looks cool. And then I, like, did a little research. I'm like, oh, he's not even going to be in it. Because so. Christian Bale's Paul from the first one, right? That's basically, <laughs> I think that's how that is. I think he's, like, Paul from the first one in that. Yeah, unless I'm mistaken, I I, th- I think you're right. I don't know. Like I said, I only watched it once, and it was literally for that scene. And I like that scene because the Terminator music plays when they show the the clone or the endoskeletons with Arnold's skin on it. Like the yeah, that's all, and that's the only time in the movie that they play that track. Let me look at the. I'm looking up Salvation real quick. Oh no, he's not Paul. He's John Connor, I guess. Oh, he is. Okay. Let me let me see here. Real quick. I I thought yeah I thought he was yeah he is John Connor he's not Paul I thought he was oh no not Paul fucking Kyle why do I keep saying Paul I don't know uh Anton Reese. Anton Yelchin is Kyle Reese yeah, yeah 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 Kyle Reese is from the first one I don't know why I keep saying Paul I can't believe I'm a Terminator fan I was saying that for some reason okay. I always thought he was fucking Paul uh, I was just yeah. letting, I was just letting you go 
I've always yeah. just called him Reese anyway, so I I forgot his name. Reese was Reese was his yeah Reese is it? Not I forgot yeah. yeah I forgot Kyle was his first name because they always call him Reese. Maybe that's movie. why I was thinking Paul Reese. I don't know why, yeah. but anyways, Christian Bale's John Connor in that. But yeah, we can talk about Salvation sometime. I guess we'll talk about that in the entire franchise episode. Yeah, I, I definitely want to. I need to revisit watch... this. I want to yeah. watch. I want to take like that would be that's a big one though. That's gonna be we have to pick. I guess maybe. In a, a summer month, we would have to do Terminator as a whole because it's a summer blockbuster. Yeah, we'll do that. We'll do that. Um, I also, to in closing here, I watched two movies yesterday, actually. I watched In Bruges. Have you ever seen that? No. It's a movie with Colin Farrell and the dude with the weird eye from Harry Potter. Okay. And uh, <clears throat> I had one of my coworkers was like, dude, it's one of my favorite movies of all time. If not my favorite, you have to watch it. And it's pretty anticlimactic. It's just, like, it's Irish, and it's, I don't know, it's just a bunch of bullshitting, and then at the end, the thing happens, and it's like, oh, okay, that was a waste of time. And then I also watched CM Punk's <laughs> movie, Girl on the Third Floor, Oh, yesterday. did you watch it? I did watch it. How was it? Uh, it's a B-movie. I think it's a B-movie. Yeah, well, naturally. Um, <laughs> it's not bad. We enjoyed it more than in Bruges, because I was like, this is, there's more going on here. But it's kind of mine. It's a horror film. He moves into this house. His wife's not there yet. I guess he was a real fuck up. And then now he's like trying to fix himself. And this house has this female entity that's in it that basically seems real. And she's like messing with them. And it's a wacky movie, dude. But it's I watched it because it was CM Punk. And of course, it's CM Punk's got all his tattoos. And he's like drinking beer and smoking in it and stuff. And he's not good at it because he's a straight edge. <laughs> It but, just looks I mean, weird, and he looks yeah, weird doing it. Yeah, it looks weird. He's got all his tats. He always got his shirt tucked in and stuff. It's kind of weird, but I enjoy it. Um, some of his acting in it was a little, like, ooh. Like, it's just a little B-movie-ish. Like, Cringy. the lines. Yeah, like, when he says some of his lines, it's like, uh Like, wow, you couldn't have been a little more sincere about it? No, I love CM Punk. No no disgrace to him. I mean, I'm, I'm glad he's doing, like, the movie thing now. I'm fine with that. And I'll watch all of his movies because I'm a CM Punk fan, but... You could tell it was his first movie, but mm. also like the directors and producers, they sh- there was some lines that they could have went. You should try a little harder on that one, but, but they I mean, didn't it's, it's want wor- to because they knew that Punk would big league him. I mean, probably, honestly, probably, dude, because he's you know we've talked about it before. He's kind of douchey. Yeah, he's like a moody. He's like a moody chick. So you kind of have to. You have to tread lightly with he, cm punk but cm punk is like if john connor didn't grow up <laughs> yeah i guess so that's, that's just kind of that is whiny bitchy yeah but anyways it's it's worth a watch if you're bored and you want to watch an hour and a half movie i mean it's it's not it's not terrible but it's it's it was a good it was a good b movie let's put it that way like the budget was higher for for being like it just the you know when they're not using, like, an iPhone in the movie, you're like, okay, it's a B-movie. Like, if they're not using a real phone, <laughs> yeah, like a Galaxy, they're using, like, these weird, cheap-looking phones, and it's just kind of, I don't know. You just got to watch it, but it's not and they bad. only But they only show, like, the screen on the phone, like, once, and there's, like, generic apps on it. You know, oh, no, you didn't even see that. It's just always FaceTime calls with his wife. That's, oh, that's what it so is. So it's FaceTime, so. but it's not an iPhone. Oh, but it's not FaceTime. It's just... Uh, video chat i guess i should say it's all it is 
But it's not even that, Skype. It's like Snapchat video. I don't even think it's that. It's some other app that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a green screen on the phone with a pre-recorded thing on it. That's what it is. There you but, go. Uh, All right. Terminator Two. I mean, obviously, four four, four stars or four yeah. quads. I I I blow quads, every that, quad that's that's ever our first happened. quad star. Yeah, there, like this. There is not a fucking imperfect moment in this movie. No, it's it's quad stars across the board. And actually, I was going to mention too. I did buy and watch Blade Runner twenty forty nine as well. How was it? Uh, it's long and slow. But it's it's very it's like the first one, kind of. You just have to think about it and pay attention and be like, oh, oh, oh. You know, it's like it's a it's a Blade Runner movie for sure, and I I, I really liked it. I, I did I did like it, but it does it's long. But, but it does it, have it tie-ins up. to the first one. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Okay. There's callbacks and stuff like that. Cool. Of course, Harrison Ford is in it. Yeah, well, um, he has to be. Yeah, Ryan Gosling is. Ryan Gosling plays a pretty good. He is a replicant, and like they know that, but it's there's like well, there I don't was have a... to watch it. Thanks for giving that away. Spoiler alert! <laughs> Shit, it's worth a watch if no, you like the first one. For, you should definitely it's been watch out for the like second two one. years. So yeah, I you've seen watched things. It. Yeah, I've seen things. Uh, Anyways, one more thing on Terminator Two: the original motion picture soundtrack, by the way, does not include Guitars Cadillacs performed by Dwight Yoakam. Bad to the Bone, performed by George Thurgood and the Destroyers, or You Could Be Mine, performed by Guns N' Roses. It doesn't have that. No, none of those hmm. songs are on the actual soundtrack. Okay, that's interesting. Oh, man. What a movie, though. Like, seriously, yeah, this it's is perfect. one of my favorite movies of all time. I'd probably put it in my top three. It's in my top five. Definitely five, maybe even three. Yeah. It's, it's, it's hard for it's me to push. There. It's hard for me to push Godfather to the first spot. <laughs> Because it's such a great movie. But yeah. as far as action movies go, this is definitely my favorite action movie. Die Hard I, plus second. Which yeah, I want to do the Die Hard movies at some point as well. Yes, because I've never seen them. Really? I've never seen the Die Hard movies. Oh, shit, dude. You're in for a yeah. fucking treat. I'm excited. Yeah, I'd say Terminator's up there with my... Terminator 2 is one of my... Is probably up there with my favorite action movie. I'm not. I'm not a major movie guy, so this podcast kind of helps with that. Yeah, I've been and, in and the movies. We're kind of easing into stuff. We're we're going for yeah. kind of what more well known stuff to get started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, who knows? Next week, maybe we we'll figure that out. Yeah, we'll talk about that one. We won't just announce it right now. Yeah. Let's let's figure it out off off air here. But I, all right, I don't well, know. I'm trying to figure out if we, if we. We use too much time doing two things. Maybe we just start doing one thing. That would that would be fine. I mean, this is we're already at an hour and a half, so yeah. it's kind of a long show. So yeah. let's, let's take her home and we'll talk. Take about her it. home. All right, follow the show at Quadstar Morning on Twitter, Quadstar Mornings on Instagram, me at Levi D Zindel on Twitter, and Levi Zinfandel on Instagram. Tweet us, message us, whatever. If you want us to do something, let us know what you're thinking of the new show so far. If you're a former listener from the heels and quads era or if you're a new listener let us know what you're thinking and rate and review us if we suck we suck if we're good we're good let us know yeah we don't i mean we don't care either way we can yeah we can i really handle don't it. care <laughs> we yeah. can handle it like if you have yeah. criticism i want to hear it honestly yeah. and if it's negative i want to hear it even fucking more because that fixes things yes. yeah that helps me fix what i'm doing wrong 
Uh, follow me at Mr. Tommy Walter on Twitter, Tommy Walter Live on Instagram. I'm going to start trying to tweet a little more from my personal page. Me too. I, I've been I've been saying that for three years now. <laughs> but that's me. I'm bad at social media. So like you're. You got it down with the networking. I, I, I'm going I, to try. My goal is try to be more active on here. That would be good. Yeah. So, anyways, we'll figure out off air what we're going to be doing next week. We'll talk to you guys next week. Hopefully, we won't be in a funk next week. If we do get a weird funk on Sunday, we'll just text and go, show on Tuesday, like, <laughs> not <laughs> Monday. But, anyways. I, I uh, actually almost texted you that today, honestly. I was like, you want to see the show tomorrow? That but, would have been that would have been good, but I think it also, turned out pretty a, good. Yeah, we had a good show today, so it, it turned out. The conspiracy theory thing kind of brought us out of the funk. So anyways, we will talk to you guys next week and be sure to tell your friends and tell your enemies. Bye. Bye.
Support for this episode has been provided by Ratio Keto-Friendly Dairy Snacks. If counting macros makes your head spin, count instead on a snack by Ratio. They've done the math for you, so you can spend less time studying the label and more time enjoying your day. Creamy and delicious, try strawberry and vanilla for two grams of carbs and a unique combination of sugar and protein. Interested? Ratio Keto-Friendly Dairy Snacks are now available in the yogurt aisle at Walmart. Always consult your physician before starting an eating plan that involves regular consumption of high-fat foods. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end. It's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving.